Bubble Media. Two quick disclaimers before the episode starts. Firstly, all names have been changed at the request of the characters. Secondly, there is mention of sex, that it exists and that people do it, but nothing more. This is Inside a Bubble. I am Bissiadidun. We have done this episode before, sharing stories about heartbreaks and broken relationships, but there was something missing the last time. There was just something we felt we didn't cover adequately, so we decided to try our hands on this again. Sometimes you stop falling about what happens when we fall out of love. It's the same idea, but different stories about heartbreak. Here's the first one. I've had my heart broken countless times, right? In fact, at this point, the heart is for more. It has, it has broken, <laughs> we've cellotaped it, we've put super glue, used a bar in some places. So at this point, the heart is half concrete. That's Miss Mark. She's no stranger to heartbreak. She has been heartbroken one too many times. For her, every relationship is an opportunity to learn something new about herself and what she wants in a partner. For example, she's learned to always make her relationships official, like to actually have the guy say, will you be my girlfriend? It took one rude awakening to get her there. There was one that we were talking for like five months. Then he posted somebody else as his girlfriend. And I'm like, what the hell? And he's like, did I ask you out? Hey, my chest. My full chest. I'm like, well, that point, you didn't. You did it, actually. It's okay. I take my L. I learned a lesson from every single one. So I definitely learned a lesson from that one. Definitely. My current partner did the whole, he did the whole 10 yards. He did the whole 10 yards. Wrote a poem took me out on a date so it was so dramatic actually every time i think about it, it was so dramatic but it was so important because you know he knew it was important for me to hear the words there was one relationship however where she learned nothing absolutely nothing dated the guy got her heart broken and he didn't teach her anything new about what she wanted or how relationships worked it was just tears she met the guy through a friend a friend of mine posted a picture on her WhatsApp of a friend of hers that was having a birthday, right? And she put this picture and said, oh, happy birthday, wanty, wanty, blah, blah, blah. And I loved his smile. So I have a thing for smiles. I saw his smile and I wanted that in my life, right? I have a thing for smiles. So, so she texted her friend, said hi, who is this and how can I meet him? Her friend sent the guy's phone number. So I, I messaged him and I said, oh, I heard it's your birthday. Happy birthday. You don't know me. I don't know you, but I think you have a very beautiful smile. And he was, oh, that's great. Blah, 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 blah. You want to, want to, blah, blah, blah. And then we start to talk. This happened in November. They talked through the rest of the month. Talked some more in December. Soon enough, someone said the L word. And somewhere along the line, he told me that he was starting to have feelings for me. And he wanted us to be a bit more serious. And I was like, okay, great. You know, um, I'm not seeing anyone right now. I really like you. Um, so, you know, might as well see where it goes, right? So we start off in relationship. About a week later, he told me he was in love with me. Now, that's so cute. And it seemed like everything was going okay. They were both happy. They were getting along very well. 
He sent her long, cute messages every night before she went to bed. She introduced him to her parents. And then one night, I'm not kidding, one night, we say goodbye, I love you, I'll talk to you tomorrow, good night, good night. And the next morning, I couldn't reach him. I texted him, he didn't reply. I called him, he didn't reply. At first, I was worried. Like, I was proper panicking. Like, is everything okay with this person? Is all well? I tried to call a thousand times, tried to text a thousand times, reach out on all social media everywhere. And then he blocked me. And she didn't hear from him for two months. When he finally texted to say he was sorry, she was still pissed at him. About two months later, he sent me a text telling me he was sorry. I was just, I overwhelmed him. Those were the words he used. No, his exact words were, I was just too much for him. He was overwhelmed and he's sorry. And that was it. I went into a tirade. I I cursed him the hell out. Not cursed him, but like I was very Were you in a text or you guys spoke on the phone? In a text or he didn't call me in a text sent it and stopped replying so all my cause i was speaking to the wind do you understand said all of that all of that good stuff and all of that and disappeared again i felt very incomplete and unworthy let me let me explain it's one thing to have a falling out with someone and they tell you this is why we're done it's another thing for them to just disappear Right, because I remember staying up at night thinking and wondering what I could have done wrong. So it's not that I got my heart broken. It's it's the why of it. No reason. Till this very day, I do not know why this person left. I do not know why I was not enough for them. And that for me was the most painful part. A lot of my pain was in not being enough. I remember thinking, evaluating every day, every experience, every meeting, everything I said, everything he said. I would go over old messages trying to figure out what I did wrong or what I said wrong. She never did figure it out, what she did wrong, mostly because she didn't do anything. On today's episode, we're talking about relationships specifically about relationships that end why do they end and what happens to the people when they do i am bisi adedun and you're listening to inside a bubble the crowdsourced podcast about social bubbles every episode we feature stories from different people about their experiences around the unifying concept we do this to show how different or similar life outside our bubble is You just heard Act 1, the ghost boyfriend. Miss Mark would see the guy again, at church. The first day she saw him seated in the congregation, she almost changed churches on impulse. One Wednesday evening, I went to church. I almost didn't go to church because I was in traffic for a long time. I'm like, you know, I'm just going to make an effort. I went to church. I walked into church and there he was. I, I very nearly turned around and walked out very near in fact it took i'm a christian right it took god himself to with restrain me in that church because i saw him praying so uninterested i almost turned around but then the holy spirit told me is that why you're here <laughs> and i had to cushion myself so i walked into the church angrily 
and tried to pray. I didn't pray. I spent the entire service crying. I was crying. I was a mess. I was brokenhearted again. And immediately after the service ended, I left. This person never used to attend my church. All of a sudden, they were attending my church. They were coming to my church. They were, you know, and all that and all that. And I'm like, why me, Lord? Should I leave church because of you too? But she didn't. She stayed in the church and eventually had a few interactions with him. For a long time, seeing him made her cry. Eventually, she got over it, made peace with it, forgave him even. On one day after service, the guy cornered her and was like, uh-uh, aren't we friends? Um, okay, yes, I found it. So this is, I sent him a message, yes, um, September 9th last year i said hi so our mini conversation earlier makes me think that perhaps i need to clarify some things number one i'm not fighting with you whatever happened regardless of how big or how small is past tense and is water under the bridge number two i bear you no ill will there was some understandable anger but again water under the bridge number three we're not friends regardless of the fact that there's no bad blood the friction you mentioned has closed certain doors Building off of the part to start a friendship is another conversation altogether. I hope I've been able to clarify. I just said that. We're not friends. We're not enemies, but we're not friends. Miss Mark has dated a lot of people. How many relationships have you been in total? Omoye, see One of them cheated on her with an ex while they were all in the same house. She was in the sitting room when she heard giggling from the bedroom where the boyfriend and ex were drinking. A few minutes later, he came out and... And then he came out of the bedroom in his briefs, sweating. Then he sits beside me and goes, why would you let me do that? (laughs) Oh, God. I was thinking about you the entire time. Why would you let me do that? I was, I was numb. That's the only word I can think of. I was numb. I was just numb. Amazed and numb. She didn't break up with him. A month later, he broke up with her. Another boyfriend cheated on her four times with four different people in an 11-month relationship. Again, she did not break up with him. He broke up with her a couple of months later. I remember I said I was I was making him feel as if he wasn't doing enough in the relationship. I was making him feel as if he wasn't trying hard enough, that I was downplaying all his efforts. This is an abridged version of the story. She confronted him multiple times, but at the end of the day, he ended it, not her. Learning from these relationships, now infidelity is a deal breaker for her. You cheat, you are out. She's not a saint about it. She's cheated before. But now it's a thing of principle for her. She's currently in a relationship and her boyfriend understands this. Having gone through a significant amount of heartbreak, she knows just how hard it can be to love again. But she says it's possible. First, you have to love yourself. It's cliche, but it's true. Love yourself first. For everyone that's going to hear this, for anyone that's going to hear this, I... I need you to first be enough for yourself. And that was something I had to learn the hard way. You need to be enough for yourself first before you can be enough for anybody else. So don't allow Godwin 
pressure you into opening your barely healed heart to someone that also has trauma to come and match it. Uh-uh. Take your time. You can be, you can have intimacy with people without being in relationships. You can, you can be emotionally intimate with someone without being, without dating them. Right. So if that's what if that's what you need to heal, because you need to heal to be able to love. If you don't heal, you can't love. All you do is just bleed all over the person. That's it, I think. This is Inside the Bubble. I am BC Adedon. In today's episode, stories about heartbreak. Like what you've heard so far, why not share with a friend or tweet at us at the Pod of Bubbles. Okay, this one is called Things. Tell me your favorite things. You, you, you are my favorite thing. You are my only thing. Poems play an important role in our next love story. It's called You Are My Only Friend. Sharon's Moon Smile. Our character's name is Sharon. You are my only friend. Sharon's Moon Smile. Is this the friend zone? Philip, eyes wide. You're my only not friend. Sharon reconciles. This line belongs in a poem. Let me write it here that you're my only not friend too. Um, yeah, that's that. Let me see if I can find any other one. Here's where we are starting this particular story about heartbreak. With Sharon reading poems that Philip, her ex, wrote her. It was one of these little sweet things about the relationship. Philip liked poetry, so he'd often write poems to her. Oh, that's another thing we used to do. We used to write poems together. Yeah, we used to do that. Together? Yes, like... Um, I don't know how to explain it. Like he'd think of something, and he'd start writing it, and then I'd give him some lines, and then we just like merge together. They have been broken up for over a year, but poetry is something they still share. They wrote another poem together recently. It's one we just wrote like two days ago. That's why I said that we're not supposed to be doing this because we're not supposed to be talking. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I don't know if I should. Let me not read that to you. That, that complicates everything. We're supposed to not like each other. Act two. We are not supposed to like each other. Sharon and Philip met on Instagram. She followed him. He followed back. They liked each other's posts. For a long time, that was it. Until one day when Philip DM'd her. They had an easy conversation. Sharon remembers Philip being funny. From Instagram, they moved to WhatsApp. Right from the first interaction, Sharon said she liked Philip. They talked for about four months before they started dating. Then they dated for a year and two months, with a good portion of that period being long distance. Philip had to travel for his master's degree. The relationship was nice while it lasted, and for a very long time, Sharon said she believed he was the one. 
Betsy husband. They had dates where they'd buy food and drive to a nice place and just eat and just in the car. Then they broke up and all of that was just gone. Breakups are weird like that. When they happen, you're supposed to just stop caring about the person and forget all the memories you created. Like, snap. Just forget that for a moment there, you really cared about someone. We are going to skip through the relationship and pick up just right before the end. When quirks are starting to pile up and arguments start lasting longer than they used to. And all of this, I'm not even trying to paint him as a bad person. It's just who he is. It's just a person. Everybody has their own things. Like, some other people might be able to, like, so, you know, understand and tackle all of this. And I feel like a lot of our problems could have been solved if we were just, like, talking better. But, like, even though we, we still used to try to talk things through. But, I don't know, we're both very um, hard-headed and just wanted to, like, you know, stand your own ground or make your own point or something like that. So... Quick note that this is just one person's view of a small part of the relationship. It's skewed and Sharon knows this. We attempted to get Philip for an interview but couldn't. These are the things about Philip that Sharon did not like. Let's say we go to a shop for example and um and he wants to buy something. This scenario didn't happen. I'm just trying to... I'm thinking of something random. We go to a shop and he wants to buy something and he's he's um, seeking my opinion. And I'm just there like, buy whatever I want to buy. And I just keep pressing my phone and I even maybe just leave him. And it hurts him. It's understandable. That kind of thing hurts. Okay? So, mm-hmm. and then he goes in the car and then he's like, I don't like what you did. And I'm like, oh, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to... I was on the urgent text. Next time, I'll have dropped my phone. It was like, it's a simple, simple, you know, apology. And then, and and he was like, okay, okay, it's fine. Don't, like, just don't let it happen again. It hurts me. And that's the, you know, reconciliation. Everything is fine. Everything seems to be fine. You think everything is fine. And then let's say two months pass, and then we go to a store, and and I want to buy something and I'm asking him his opinion he will now deliberately bring out bring out his phone and do as if he's he doesn't actually have any urgent text or anything he'll do as if he has that urgent text and like buy whatever I want to buy and then and I'll be hurt and then when we get into the car we're like oh what you did man it wasn't fair like see remember that day you did that thing this is exactly how I felt do you get they get the whole dynamics. He did that thing a lot, and yeah. used to, yeah. used to, I hated it so much. And he's like, "No, he's just trying to get me to get what he's saying." I'm like, "I got you the very first time. Why are you trying to intentionally hurt me as well?" He was in Lagos at this point in time, actually. So this was summer when he came back. Um, he was in Lagos, and then he sent me a snap. But he put yeah, he sent me a picture. And then he was like, was all dressed up, looking really nice and cute. He had shaved his beard, he had trimmed his mustache. He was looking really, you know, dapper. I'm like, ah, who did you go and see? Oh, I which which um, I was like, who did you shave for? Who did you, you know, go go fancy for? 
and then he was not like that ah it was a girl he met to that he met on the plane on his way back to nigeria she's an english student yada 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 and she just came home for the summer as well and they hit it up in the plane and he said okay let them meet up again i'm like oh okay why are you going on a date with some girl he was not like that and he can do whatever he wants to do now i should not be asking him any of these kind of questions blah 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 that in fact that he he really likes this girl and he's even thinking that maybe he might even marry her after he marries me i was like wait what what is happening here something he was he, he just like he kept on going down like he was just painting Okay, I'm even, I'm even giving it up. He just kept on telling me all of this that this is what is happening, and I was and the thing is at that very point that I was preparing for exams, so like, God, my head was just hot. I was just like so. I was like, I remember I was praying. Like I remember I was praying and I was crying. Like why is this boy doing this to me? Anyway, um, that's how I was like that. What do you mean? Why are you saying all of this? Like, is this really true? Something, something like that. So yeah, let this thing go on for a couple of hours. It was not like that he didn't go to see any stupid girl that was wrong with me. Or like be as I would like be insinuating that the only reason why he'll get dressed is for somebody else and that it wasn't even a big deal. That why would I be saying that he he's only getting dressed for a human being or he's only getting dressed for other people's approval? That that's not the way he is. So something like that. I'm like, you could have just said that you just went out with your work friend and why did I that? When did you start dressing up for people or something, something like that like even though like people dress up because they're going somewhere nice like what are you even saying i wasn't even trying to like like you know the kind of comments that i made like the initial comment like, ah, where are you going to it's not a playful you know yeah. which woman are you going to go and see and obviously didn't expect you to be going to see any, any woman so like yeah it's just like a comment it's like no that you know how he feels about his body and how and all of these other things i'm like wow because I was I was so angry that day. Ah oh, no, I've never been that angry before. So Sharon didn't and still doesn't have any particular disdain for Philip about these situations. She understands that a lot of it could have been fixed with better communication, or if there was some way to magically make the both parties understand exactly how certain things made the other feel. We also asked her what things about her she thought Philip might have had a problem with. I know that he didn't like my um um I, I, I feel like he felt i was always i felt the same way as well but he, he he felt like any for anything he brought up or any any um anything he he any idea no idea i don't know how to explain it but like as he i don't know how to explain the word but explain the situation well i feel like he felt like i was attacking me lots and I, he always says this thing that i don't listen to him and i hate when people tell me things like that because all i do is listen to you so there was always he's always constantly repeating thoughts that i don't listen to him i don't listen to him and i i don't well maybe i don't know i don't i'm not here myself so um i can't see that happening but i do i've never experienced that with any other person that they say that all i do is retort and i don't listen so i was i was always so like confused as to what what it is or what what to do what not to do because he kept saying and i'm like okay i'm trying but i don't understand what you mean by i don't listen to you so yeah that that was something he constantly used to say 
he tried to think of any other thing he hated like the silences like he didn't like it at all and there was I well I can't say there's nothing I could do but maybe I could have been better but like it was my own form of solace when when somebody's just trying to like when I just feel so suffocated I just decide not to speak it's just easier for me it's just easier for us both like if nobody's talking nobody's fighting so yeah and he didn't like that At some point in their relationship, Sharon felt like things were not going the way they were supposed to go. Relationships weren't supposed to hurt this much. I went on a break at some point. When when did we go on a break? We went on a break in September. It was just after he went back to the UK. We went on a break. It was supposed to be one week, but me and message didn't close. You know, that's where I'd be. I don't even like I don't even have a problem with you know being the first person to message somebody or anything, especially when we're in a different relationship, not outside relationship. So we we was I don't know whose suggestion it was, but we went on a break and we were not talking for three days. And then on the third day I just sent him a message, hey, let's end this stupid break. It's like oh he has been waiting. That he, he it was really hard for him. And then we both sent each other emails about what we felt about and my email was very was very um it wasn't sugarcoating anything i said as is and his was very nice and sweet so i guess it really hurt him because he anytime we talk he always like now like a post post relationship he references that email a lot and he references that day he he always says that ah that day that was one of the hardest like the day he saw that email was a very he needed day for him, but like I was just being upfront because I had gone through a lot and I just wanted him to know how I felt. So that you know must have really, you know, you know, yeah. It was in the morning. I remember it was a Saturday morning. I was at home and we we're having a conversation, but it was so dry. And he was just giving me such distant replies. And I said, "Are you okay?" He said, "He doesn't think so." I said, "Are we okay?" He said, "No." He said. Should we call it quits? He said, sure. That that's fine. And I said, okay. And that was how we broke up. And it just felt like, I just felt like it was him. It was meant to be him, but then it wasn't. It was just like, why, why are you like this? But why are you like this? <laughs> like, why do you have what I want, but not what I want? Why are you? It was just so much of like, am I ever going to find anybody better? Is this like, is this the, is this the, um, this is the highest I'm ever gonna because he he set a lot of standards for me, like as to the kind of guys I was on a date afterwards. So it was it was hard coming back from that. And besides that, it's not even my minus that like I I really like the guy. So obviously breaking up with somebody that you like is not easy. I think what hurts me the most was that it was maybe it was not I think it was a month after, and he posted on babe God I vomited that day. That's what breakups are. Painful. Following the breakup, Sharon and Philip kept in touch. Even while she was hurting. Nothing hurt more than seeing how quickly Philip seemed to have moved on. On multiple occasions, she tried to cut Philip. Just free me. There was even one time I had a really big argument. I said that, you know what, we're not friends. Just, just leave me alone. 
and then he took it personally as always so yeah but philip wasn't letting that happen he wanted to stay friends they would go some periods without talking but philip still shared stuff with her still sent messages stayed in touch sharon deleted almost everything on her phone that reminded her of him and their time together Everything except their first chat on WhatsApp. As long as I was going through lots, I just did their chat. I can't even find. I know I have the screenshot of our first conversation. Actually, I kept that one on purpose. I didn't delete that. Well, it looks. Why did you keep it? What did you say? Why did you keep it? I just felt like a nice memory to have. Besides, like all of the the other memorabilia from him, I think I've chucked them away. But that one just seemed like you know the, the inception. Just felt nice to keep. There was just something special about that. Something special about Philip. Even though she's supposed to not like him, she does. Even though it was really hard at times being together with Philip, he was supposed to be the one. And for a moment there, she really thought he was. He was really funny. Like, he was a funny guy. He is a funny guy. And he's like, he's really intelligent. So his jokes are good. They're like they're good jokes and th- there's a way he speaks about things he really likes he's like almost like rambling but like but with so many pauses that there's one thing i really liked like about our conversation sometimes is that i know that his brain is going a million miles an hour and he needs like he pauses a lot when he's speaking and like i feel like other people might be interjecting like okay okay but no anytime he's on that point i just wait for him like it's almost as if i'm like watching the wheels turn in his head so it was always really nice and then he was so nice like he took okay i guess i got boyfriends too but he was like i liked our dates and like it was just nice to be with he was he was a, he was a nice person to be and he's like he looks really good so i mean I like good looking guys so that's always a plus for me <laughs> so yeah it, he was he was a good person and like he introduced me to a lot of new like concepts and he taught me a lot of new things and okay. art and architecture like those are his like as his field of of you know of study so I was always telling me stuff about it and I always found it interesting then the MBTI thing it was it was through him I understood my personality and like it was kind of through him that I understood the kind of way my brain works like using the Maya Briggs anyway so yeah he introduced me to that then um i, mean, I don't look i don't check poetry anymore but back then i was really into it I was really deep into it so there was that um what else oh movies he has really good movie recommendations so yeah he always sends me nice movies to watch and so There's one more heartbreak story we have, but we have run out of time now. So tune in next week to hear Act 3, Can't Make It Work. I am not... I mean, the way we ended things was... bad. (laughs) I blocked him. He blocked me back.
the last night we spent together, like I got an email. I can't remember what exactly it was, but I got an email from her. She had sent it the year before, right? And um, like the email was pretty much her saying like she just spent that evening with me and like we agreed to like um, start dating that day and um, she loves me and she really like enjoys the thing and she looks forward to like being with me like in a, a year from now. And so that email came in like while she was in my bed. We had broken up already. Thank you for listening all the way to the end of the episode. Special thanks to our supporters on Patreon for helping us make this. For more stories that didn't make it into the episode, check out our Patreon. This episode was hosted by me, Bisi Adedun. It was produced by Moiso and Sandra Ugu. The music at the beginning and end of this episode are by Donna Loves Music and Joey Pecoraro. Additional music by Blue Dot Sessions. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at The Pod of Bubbles. Subscribe to Inside the Bubble wherever you get your podcasts. Next week, more stories about heartbreak. Till then, this podcast was recorded inside the bubble.